Okay, so my name is Jamie, and um, I'm from the Baltimore Church. So I'm actually going to speak for a little bit after Haley Lynch is going to come up. Yay! Um, so I asked Haley to speak. She just graduated last year, correct? Okay. Like, all the kids are a mesh in my mind. <laughs> so um, I asked her to speak. She's kind of been like a little sister to me in a way. Um, I just love her so much. We kind of actually connected at Camp Life one year when I was her counselor. And um, I don't know, ever since then, she's just really had a special place in my heart. So I think she's going to do awesome, and I'm excited to hear from her. So thank you so much. <laughs> Hi guys, so I'm Haley. Um, I was just going to talk to you guys today about like growing up in church. And I know that we hear, like people say all the time, I grew up, I went to Greater Grace for my whole life. Um, my parents are both Christians and very like involved in everything. So I went to church like three times a week. Um, I like had all my friends were Christians. Everyone was in the church. And I realized how blessed I was, like, I really did appreciate it, but at times, like, you can get so comfortable in it, and you just, like, can go through the motions. So, like, I was like, okay, what is going through the motions? Like, we hear it all the time, and it's, like, defined as um, doing something without believing it's important, and we can just, like, go to school, you know, have fun with our friends, and, like, be normal, but we don't see the value and importance in it all the time. And um, it's just our routine. And we're always like preached to and t like talked about, like we hear about God all the time. So of course, like maybe it's not going to mean something every single time you hear it. Um, anyways, Ecclesiastes 1.9 says, that which has been is what be. That which is done is what be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. So, like, life can be, like, a little bit monotonous. It's a cycle. You, maybe not even life, maybe your walk with God can be that way. I know sometimes, like, for me, it can be. Um, and it's important to develop a personal walk with God, and I know that we all hear that so much. Um, because God didn't make us to go through the motions. Um, he made us each, and he had a specific purpose for us each. And it's really hard to believe that because many times we don't see what he's doing in us. Um, and it can be challenging. You can be frustrated. I know sometimes I'm just like, I feel so like empty and like so worn down, like God can't possibly be doing anything. Like at school, I literally, I, I hate it, okay? Um, I really do. I complain so much about it. And I'm like, it's like, it just wears me down. And I'm like, I have no Christian friends there. And like, I don't know. But God, he has to be doing something. Like, otherwise, why would I be there? Um, and it's just, we don't see the fruit because that's not what you see right away. Um, he has to plant things first. And he's always there, and we're always told that. Like, you always hear, oh, God's always there for you. But it's so true, and we have to make that first step to him. He's, like, patiently waiting there. And as soon as we talk to him, we're like, oh, God's, like, right there. Um, 
And over the years, God has shown me who he is, and he's shown me that, like, he's shown me his purpose. And I can live my life, like, going to school, going to work, going to church, and hanging out with my friends. Like, but I can live it to the fullest and be filled when I'm, like, thinking with God um, and with his purpose. So I'm encouraging you guys to desire that, but it's like you can't just make yourself desire it. So you can ask God, like, help me, help, like, help me, give me that desire for you. Um, Because it's not always there. And, like, growing up, like, in the ministry, we can feel so familiar, and not even on purpose. Um, And we have to make our walk with God a priority. We have to, it's so easy, we can make excuses and justify things like, oh, I can't go to church just tonight, like, I'm really tired, or I have so much homework. Um, We cannot read our Bible, like, I don't even like to read, so. (laughs) I mean, um, so it can be really easy to just not do that, or I can be like, I'm tired, but to just, like, make a point to read it. Like, recently I've been reading Proverbs, and I'm just like, I might not even understand half of what I'm reading, but I can, like, God will show me something through it. And just, like, doing that is taking a step of faith. And I can put other things as a priority. Everyone says, like, oh, it's just, like, school's just a season of your life. It's just, like, four years, and that's your priority. But it doesn't have to be. Um, Because what's the point, like, if I'm getting, like, a degree in order to, whatever you're doing, I'm just using this as an example because this is what's, like, going on in my life, but why why wait till later? If nothing's going to change if you don't, like, do, if you don't put God as your priority now. Um, and, the like, everything that I'm saying, it's all, like, friends, work, school, all that, it's a blessing from God, but it's not, it's nothing unless you have God in it. Otherwise, it's pointless. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. All right. That was awesome. I knew it would be. Okay, I'm going to pull a Pastor Schaller and ask you guys really quick to talk about what Haley just talked about so we don't forget it. So maybe just quickly talk with your neighbor about some points that you just enjoyed hearing from Haley really quick, okay? Thanks. Can you grab me a cup of water? Would that be okay? Thank you so much.
All right, does anybody um, have anything really quick they want to shout out that Haley said? Do you want to repeat something? You can raise your hand. Don't be familiar? Yes, that was really good. You know, we grew up in the church. Don't be familiar with what you hear. I know sometimes it's difficult, but like we need a fresh word, right? Like we have to keep it like fresh in our hearts. How about somebody middle area? Yep. Yes, having God as our first priority. That's really good because we have so many other things. She was saying school, maybe work, maybe friends, but like at the center of it all, like it has to be Christ. How about somebody on this side? I'm putting you guys to work today. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah. Yes, so having like a personal like revelation from Christ, so not just, you know, from our parents. And um, I know for me, too, like I grew up in the Baltimore church as well as a second generation in the church. And sometimes it is hard, you know, like, oh, going to church again, third time. You know, it can be like a little bit like, okay, really? (laughs) But then when you start to hear, you know, something personal, it's like, wait, I want to go. Mom, let's go. Come on, we're late. (laughs) Um, Really quick, does anybody want to come up and pray for us? Come on, girls, don't be shy. I'm going to call somebody out if you don't, so (laughs) maybe Karima, do you want to pray for us? Okay, come on up. These girls are so cute. Okay. Um, Dear Jesus, uh, bless our time together and hope we all have a good day and keep everybody safe. Amen. That was perfect. Good job. Amen. Thank you so much. Okay, so I'm going to speak for just a little bit, and then um, at the end, we're going to kind of, where you're sitting, maybe just split up into some groups, and I'm going to ask some questions. So we'll have a little bit of group discussion, and then you guys can talk back to me. Obviously, you realize that I like you guys to be involved, so it's not just, I remember kind of sitting in some of the meetings and being like, these are an hour long. There's only one person talking the whole time. <laughs> I got to have my word in. Okay, so um, <laughs> so I don't want to be the only person talking. I mean, secretly, maybe I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I want you guys to talk back to me too. So it'll be fun. So pay attention because it might have an important question that you guys have to answer. And, you know, I'm just going to call you out. Um, <laughs> I got to put a little bit of the fear of the Lord in you. <laughs> Okay, so I am going to speak from Proverbs. So I have a lot of verses because I kind of over-prepared because that's just me. But um, my favorite verse that I picked out was Proverbs 24, 6. So if you guys have your Bibles, maybe you can turn there. I also over-prepared and bookmarked everything. So I am ready. (laughs) Um, Okay, so really quick, this verse says, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war. And in multitude of counselors, there is safety. Um, So really quick, I am going to be speaking about wise counsel and where we get our counsel from. So just kind of keep that in your mind. Um, I really, really love this verse. I kind of like just kind of brushed over it. Like, I'll write it down because it has the word counsel in it. (laughs) I'm just Googling counsel, (laughs) seeing what happens. Um, So... This verse is really cool because I just kind of want to paint the picture of, it says, 
for by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war. So in my mind, I'm really visual. So I was thinking about, like, let's say there's like a, a war about to take place or there's like two armies, you know, going to fight. And, and we're trying to figure out, like, this table is like a perfect example. Like, okay, we're going to sit down at this table with all the leaders and try to figure out how can we win this war. And it's like, if I were just to sit down by myself and try to figure out how I could win the war, I would have my own opinion, my own thought, like, okay, this is how I would do it. But then, you know, I have this girl saying, we can't do that. What about this? What about this detail? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. Then I have her saying something else, and I'm like, okay, we all have to do this together. So then it's saying, in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. And in another version, it says, in a multitude of counselors, there is victory. So it's like we're all sitting down together trying to figure out how we can win the war. And when the multitude of wise counselors, we're going to win. It's like there's already the victory and there's the safety and security in it. So this is like spiritual warfare in our lives. Like it's crazy. Like spiritual warfare is like no joke. There's something going on. You know, maybe your parents are getting a divorce. Maybe there's just something really hard in your life going on. Maybe you're confused about something. You know, we're... It's like young people, it's just maybe like we don't have all the answers. You might think you do. Trust me, I thought I did. <laughs> and then God throws the curveball and you're like, hmm, I better sit down with my counselors on this one. So the, the word counselor, like, I mean, not like a camp counselor, but, you know, like, I have to go to counseling. Like, I always feel like that's like, oh, you got issues. <laughs> like, you got to go to your counselor. You got to go to your counseling session. <laughs> but, like, no, it is so good. Like, I need it in my life. And um, so, like, with spiritual warfare, like, we can sit down with people, with wise counselors, and ask for help, and we're going to find victory, and we're going to find security and safety, like, over the warfare. So... Um, really quick, I just want to share, I know Haley kind of shared her testimony. It's funny because it's like similar, <laughs> which is kind of cool. But um, I too grew up in the Baltimore church. I was born into the church and uh, my parents and family were in the church and, you know, went to preschool, graduated from GGCA. So I was like all the way. Um, and then I went on to Bible college and eight years later I graduated. <laughs> took a little while. Um, I wasn't really in a rush. It was just so enjoyable. It was fun. But um, I think it was, it was pretty neat because when I look back, like at the time, I don't think I realized it, but I look back and in preschool, like, the net, like I was friends with all the older kids. Like I'm four, like whatever. But um, <laughs> all of my friends were going on to kindergarten and I'm still in preschool. <laughs> and uh, the teacher said, you know, your daughter can just go ahead. <laughs> she's just so smart. No, they were just like, she's just friends with all the older kids. Do you want to just bump her up? And, or they're like, or she can stay back. You know, it doesn't matter either way. She can go to kindergarten, preschool, whatever you want to do. And, and my mom took this decision like she was not messing around. She like stayed home from family vacation to decide what her daughter was going to do. She's like praying. You know? <laughs> she's meeting with the elders about it. Like this was like, she is not messing around with the decision. I'm like, Mom, like, I'm four. Why? Like, at the time, like, I had no idea. But I'm like, why did you even care? Like, whatever, you know? Like, I have a daughter, and I'm like, I don't know, probably put her in so I don't have to, like, stay home with her all that time. <laughs> like, whatever, you know? But 
she was like, these were the kids that you were going to grow up with. Like this, it was either going to be this class of kids or that class of kids. And I had to f figure out like, okay, who do I want her to grow up with? I don't mean like a bunch of four or five year olds. It's like, you don't know. Like, I don't know, is that kid going to be on drugs when they get older? Like, do I want my girl around him? You know, like, you don't know. So she's just like prayed about it and took it so seriously. And I'm like, Thank the Lord, because actually, my husband was in the class that I graduated from. So I don't know if I would have ended up with him. So it's, it's actually, like, so cool. Like, so I ended up going to kindergarten, and I graduated when I was 17. <laughs> and I struggled all the way. It was so hard. <laughs> I just had a hard time in school. But... Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I graduated when I was 17 with all C's. <laughs> but I made it. <laughs> then I went to Bible college. They didn't even look at the grades, so I was fine. <laughs> so anyways. Um, <laughs> but it was really, really cool because she did take this decision so seriously. She seeked counsel about it. She prayed about it. You know, like... And then, like, the kids that I did grow up with, like, it was literally perfect. And so kind of, you know, moving forward, <laughs> um, I did end up dating my husband. We were in 11th. I hadn't really talked to him. And then 11th grade, we kind of started talking, hanging out. And then in 12th grade, we started dating. And then six years later, we got married. So, um, yeah, it was a long time. You don't have to date for six years. That was just our decision. But um, <laughs> it was great for us. We were really immature, so we needed to date a long time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I didn't get a chance to write down on my notes, so I'm scrolling down my notes here. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going somewhere. Sorry, guys, bear with me here. Oh, man. Okay, so, while I was growing up, there was, like, it's funny because I have people come to me and they're like, you're so happy, you're so awesome, you must have the best life ever, you know, and I'm like, Actually, <laughs> it's been pretty tough. Like, you know, I, I really didn't have a great home life. And even growing up in the Baltimore church and kind of having that, you know, hub of safety and feeling secure, um, it was still tough. I remember, like, <laughs> I was kind of like the kid that was okay. So sometimes maybe people, like, like adults would kind of come and say, like, she's good, you know, and I'm like, help, we come back, you know, like, and then I got my friend who's really struggling, they're like, we need to go after that girl, and I'm like, I'll come with you guys, like, so it was like, these people were kind of getting invested in here and there, and I always kind of felt like maybe I really wasn't, but looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so blind, like, there were people that were saying things to me that was like from the Lord, and I like didn't, like, I took it in, but I didn't, like, think of it as like, oh, they really cared about me. And they really wanted to invest in my life. Like, Ann Margaret Schaller, she moved in with us when she went to Bible college. And I was in high school. So she was a few years older than me. And, like, I just think about the words that she said to me. Like, they were so good. And I, I kind of just, she was my friend, so I didn't really recognize it maybe as, like, wise counsel or, like, investment. But, like, it was amazing. Like, and, and it was so cool because she was so close to my age. So I really looked up to her. And then, like, my mom, like, hello. <laughs> She's, like, amazing and, like, giving me counsel all the time. And I think maybe just being young and immature, I, I took it in, but I didn't really, I didn't realize, like, the person, like, okay, she just prayed about what she said. She probably prayed for, like, four days about what she just told me in, like, one minute. Like, and I just want to say, like, 
the people in this room, like the adults that are here, like care about you guys so much. I'm going to cry because that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I don't cry. But thinking about like the love that like I have and that Bree Wire and Jen Lynch, like these people have so much love for you guys. And like you might not recognize it. Like I didn't recognize the investment and like the quick word of like love you guys, you know, like you can kind of just brush over that and not recognize it as like true love or like unconditional. But like you think we would be here sleeping in these cabins if we didn't love you girls? (laughs) I got better things to do. No, I'm just kidding. But like this is like how much we care for you. And I look back and I realize how much people cared for me. And I almost like, because maybe I was the kid that was okay and kind of got brushed over, I had to like put myself in the way. Like people were like, hmm, who could I take out? And I'm like, me, <laughs> I need investment, please help, you know? Like, and I think sometimes it's intimidating. You know, we don't want to say like, I'm the person that needs help or like, you know, but I, I just think of it as like someone's like looking and you're like, I'm going to get in the way and say like me, you know, and that's okay. And I think, and it can be intimidating and it can be super awkward, but like get in the way and be like, hello, you care, you know, because like we do care, like we care so much. I think like every girl in this room, like I don't know all of you personally, but like in some ways, like, you guys don't have an excuse. Like, come to us and say, like, I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time. Like, we know. We were there. You know, we grew up, too, and had a hard time. And, like, it's okay. Like, it's going to be okay. But, like, please, like, you know, I want to challenge you with, like, there is no excuse for you guys. Like, just throwing that out there. You know, there's no pity party. You are not the victim. Like, come to us and say, I need some help. I need some wise counsel. I am struggling. And you know what? We're not going to like, there's nothing that anybody could say that would like make us like, holy cow. Like, I don't know what to do about this one. This is beyond me. And even if it is, like, we can go to God and ask him, like, all right, this girl, man, I don't know what to do with her help. And God is going to give an answer. Like, we care for you guys so much, and I just want you guys to get that today. Like, please, please come to us. Um, I think as Haley was saying, like, having the personal relationship with God, like, at a young age, like, you know, my parents did separate when I was pretty young, and then later went on to get a divorce, and it, it was it was really hard. Like, at a young age, I remember just going into my room and shutting the door, and I was probably, like, 13, and I just, just, like, really cried out to God, like, God, I don't know what to do. Like, I trusted you on this one. Like, come on. You know, like, I was kind of holding him to it. Like, I prayed and, like, you let me down. (laughs) Like, come on. You know, there's people that are like, I prayed and, like, it came true. And I'm like, I prayed and what the heck? You know, like, come on. But um, I think at a young age, like, I just had to say, like, okay, nonetheless, (laughs) like, I'm going to trust you. And, And that's a hard place to be. Like, trust me, I know, like, there are still things that I'm praying about that I'm like, nonetheless, <laughs> I'm going to trust you. Like, come on, God, you know? But I think that's what, like, like when I was 13, I started to form a personal relationship with God. And now I'm 29, so I'm still hanging on to my 20s. And um, it's still, in a way, it's still the same relationship. It's like when you start dating, like, 
hopefully, you're still dating the same person. <laughs> like, you're still dating the same person, and that relationship is going to change, and it's going to get better as you get to know them. And it's the same thing with God. Like, it's like, I still have the same relationship with God, but it's just getting better because I'm learning to trust him even more. And it's like, sometimes it's tough because you're like, I trusted you, and now I'm like in the pit, like, why did I trust you? <laughs> like, what is happening? You know, come on. And I'm telling everybody, like, God is going to make this one happen because I am putting my trust in him. I've been praying about this for a long time now. And then I'm like, come on, God. I talked about you. Like, <laughs> this is getting embarrassing. Like, no one's seeing anything. I'm like, for your testimony, Lord, I will tell everybody about you if you answer this prayer. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing is happening. <laughs> but it's like, well, I will praise you anyways. <laughs> but it's so cool, like, Going through different things, you know, like dating, getting married. I mean, like, what are we doing? Like, we're married. I'm like, I think we got, we got married when we were 23. A year later, I kind of realized, this is it. Like, you know, I, re- I roll over, and my husband is snoring. And I was like, this is it. Like, the honeymoon stayed was over. And I'm like, this is what I'm living with. Like, I made this decision on my own. Nobody coaxed me into it. Like, this is what I chose? Uh Uh-oh. Like, till death do us part? Are you kidding me? Like, this is happening. I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) We are married for six years, and we're very happy. (laughs) No, we are. We have two kids. Uh, It's it's awesome. I trusted the Lord on that one, and he did come through for me. Um, moving on, (laughs) I think also at a young age, um, I really had to learn how to form my own convictions, which was like, whew, oh man, convictions. (laughs) Um, actually when I was pretty young, when I, probably like, I don't know why 13 keeps coming up, but I'm just going to roll with it. I guess I was 13. I think the Lord's just putting that number in my head, (laughs) 13, 14, 15, um, I remember my mom saying to me, I think I said something, some kind of wisdom that I had, I have no idea. Um, And my mom said to me, you know, you really are starting to form your own convictions. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what that means, but I guess I'm getting smarter. (laughs) Um, And I think it's so cool, like, even at such a young age, being able to form convictions, like, I don't want to say, like, okay, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do this, you know, but in some ways, you kind of have to make it black and white And then when, like, an issue comes up, okay, so for me, I said at a young age, I'm not going to drink. Like, I'm not going to drink alcohol. I'm just not. And then when the problem arises, you know, maybe five years later, it's like, hey, you want to drink? Everyone around me drinking. I'm like, I've already made the decision, so then I can just easily say no because I don't drink. Like, I've already made it. So it's easy. Like, it's not a big deal. I'm not like, oh, I don't know. There's a gray area. You know, it's, like, so beneficial. So... This is, like, in no way to make anybody feel bad or, like, oh, me. But, you know, really quick, I just, I do want to share my testimony of, like, I form convictions. Like, I'm not going to drink. And please, like, whatever. If you have done these things, like, no shame. Like, I don't care at all, you know. But it's, like, you know, I, me and my husband said, like, we are going to be virgins when we get married. And we were. And it was, like, amazing. Like, that was a decision that we made. So when the issue comes up... (laughs) It's, like, not an issue anymore. Like, we've already made that decision. 
Uh, you know, I have never smoked a cigarette in my life. I wouldn't even know how. I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and, like, I love it. You know, like, I, I've never done it. I don't want to do it. You know, I've never put alcohol to my lips before. I just, like, haven't. You know, I wouldn't even know what it tasted like. Maybe I haven't. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I have never willed and put it in my lips. But, uh... It's just so cool, like, you make those decisions at a young age. Like, let's say you're 15, 16, you know, that seems kind of young, but nowadays, like, who knows, but <laughs> you make that decision, <laughs> you make that decision now and say, you know, I'm not going to do that. And then, you know, five, ten years later, it comes up, and it's like, now I'm kind of on this thing of, like, I'm almost 30, and I never did that. And, like, I want to be, like, I'm 80, and I never did that, you know, like, ten years goes by each time, and I'm and not, like, I'm, like, oh, yeah, me, but, like, God has helped me to never do that. Like, that's, that is pretty crazy. Like, even now, like, my husband, like, will go to, like, Christmas parties or something. There's probably, like, 100 people there. And we're the two <laughs> that are like, no, thank you. We don't want an alcohol drink. Like, I get my cherry Coke, and I feel real good about it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have a cherry Coke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> getting crazy. <laughs> And you know what? I have never had more fun in my life, okay? Like, people say, like, I got to loosen up. I got to do, I mean, I'm pretty, I feel pretty loose enough, okay? I think that's the last thing I need, okay? But seriously, I know, this is fun. We're like, we're having a lot of fun. But, um, <laughs> but um, seriously, I did have um, a friend when we were 20, we were sitting in the car together, and she was just like, you know what, I don't, I, you know, I'm going to be 21 next year, and I'm going to be, like, able to drink, and I'm like, okay, like, where are we going with this? Um, and, you know, she was saying, like, you know, my family drinks, and I think social drinking is fine, you know, kind of like, we had both, like, formed these convictions, and it was like, this is where we stand, so we never really talked about it, and then, like, just slowly started, like, she just kind of slowly started to go into this, like, I don't think it's bad, you know. And I just remember being so stern with her, like, no, don't do it. I'm telling you. Like, she's like, well, I can control it. Like, I will just have, like, one or two, and then it's fine. You know, then turn into, like, three. And it was like, don't even try. Like, don't just don't even, like, open the can. Like, don't try because you can't tame the flesh. Like, it is not possible. And now, <laughs> ten years later, I get a phone call like a few months ago, she calls me crying. She's like, I'm an alcoholic, and I, I don't know what to do. I mean, she's 30 years old. Like, she's like, I'm going to AA meetings. They're not helping. Like, I'm alone. My boyfriend left me. I'm like, and it's like, not like, I told you so. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> like, why? Why? Like, I, like, it's like, we talked about this. You know, like, she also grew up in the Baltimore church. She also was entrenched in the word. She also had a family. Like, the same thing, you know? And I'm like, in some ways, like, how did I get it and she missed it? Like, what happened? And it's not like me. It's just like, I think for me, like, I went to God and said, like, God, I have these convictions and they are real. Like, I mean business. But, like, I also really need help because there's so many temptations out there. Like, you know, maybe there's some things, like, drinking is just not appealing to me. I don't know. Like, and smoking, like, I don't like fire, so it's just, like, <laughs> it just, like, scares me a little bit. So, 
that's just like whatever. <laughs> but there are things that I'm like, I can get down with that. <laughs> um, but it's like, <laughs> all right, God, like, help me. You know, like, and I think for her, like, you know, she struggled in this area. And, it, and it's like, she couldn't get on top. Like, she kind of kept, like, sinking further down. And it was like, I think in her mind, she was thinking, you know, I can control this. I just, you know, I just have to be good. And I, I just have to, like, if I'm good, but I can still drink. And, I, you know, and it's like, and I just had to say, it ain't going to work for me. Like, I'm not going to be good. And I, I'm not going to control it. Like, I just have to just not do it in the first place. And I think for her, like, it was just so sad, like, hearing her on the phone. I mean, she was literally one of my best friends. And I haven't seen her in years. And then I get this phone call. And in, in some ways, it was encouraging because she knows where to come. Like, she came back. And she knows, like, she still says Greater Grace is her church, even though, like, I don't know the last time. Maybe she was there 10 years ago. But it's like she knew where to come. And, you know, we prayed together. And she's still struggling. And it's just like, I'm just telling you, girls. <laughs> like, I know sometimes we hear these things and we're like, oh, yeah, for them, they had a hard time. You know, oh, yeah, I know. But, you know, she was a normal girl, just like you. She came to the rally. She came to camp. Like, it was the same thing. I mean, I wouldn't have picked her out of all these people to get messed up like that. You know, like, maybe someone, you know. But I'm like, not her. <laughs> but it's like, she was the one that, got, that Satan went after. And, and it's like, she fell. And, and now she's 30, and she's like, she looks at my life like, you're married, you have kids, I wish I did, you know. And and. Like, not like me, but like, I made decisions that were really hard at a young age. And God honors those decisions that you guys make. Like, coming to the rally and hearing the word, like, God honors that. And making decisions that everybody else is like, I don't care, I'm going to do this. And you can say, well, I'm the one, you know. And then you can also come to us and say, I want to be the one, but I can't. Like, I don't know, I'm really having a hard time. I need help. I need the counsel. I want to be that one. And for me, like, I wanted it so bad, you know, like, and there were things that I failed in that, like, I really wanted to happen, and they didn't happen, and I failed. And it's like, praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, God, for your grace. But in some areas, it's like, no, like, I am going to do this, by, like, with God. Like, we're going to do this together. And I think that's where the personal relationship comes in. Like, forming a personal relationship at a young age, trusting God. I remember <laughs> I literally used to drive my car when I was 17 years old, and I'm like, all right, God, you want to be personal? I'm so visual. I literally would be like, buckle your seatbelt, God. I would pretend like he's in the seat next to me and in his white robe and blue sash because that's how God is. I don't know. That's how he is in the Easter play. So it's like, all right, I'm going to pretend like God is sitting right next to me in the car, and I'm going to talk out loud and look like that crazy lady. But, like, that was how personal God was with me. Like, I wanted him like I just wanted us to have a conversation and it and it felt funny at first I was like this is silly (laughs) and it is in a way but then like now like and then I used to lay in bed and I used to pretend that he was like sitting at the edge of my bed like kind of like like uh he's like hanging on every word that I'm saying (laughs) as I'm speaking nonsense into the air (laughs) but it's like it was like so fun like and now like that personal relationship with him has has, I mean, I still pretend like he's at the edge of my bed. Don't get me wrong. But, like, that personal relationship has just, like, kept growing. Like, 
now we're like still walking together, making decisions. Like, okay, me and God have formed our personal convictions that I want for my life. Okay, we're like sticking with it. Come on, God. We got to keep going. You know, we got we to gotta say no to this or like we got to do this or like invest in this person. Like, it's me and him together and like we're still moving forward with it. I mean, it's really fun. Um, another thing like, sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm letting you guys talk in a minute. Um, uh, just another thing, like, I know there was a boy in my class, he also grew up in the school and in the church, and um, he said, like, you know what, you know, we were graduating that year, and he said, I'm going to go to college, and I'm just going to take these four years. You know, I got four years, I'm going to do whatever the heck I want. Like, he just wanted to take them, and he said, I'll be back after. I haven't seen him in 11 years. Like, he's not coming back. You know, like, I mean, I pray to God that he will, but he took the, that time, purposefully took that time to do whatever, whatever he wanted to do, and he's still doing whatever he wants to do. You know, I don't know what he's doing, and it's like, just like, don't do it, guys. Like, I'm telling you, you know, like for me, and, and like for Haley, and for a lot of us, like, you know, we've stayed, and I think sometimes, like, people say, like, I want to have a testimony. You know, I want to go out into the world and then come back and be like, God saved me. You know, that doesn't always happen. Like, not that God's not willing, but you kind of get stuck there. It's hard to make your way back. And when you do come back, you got bruises, you got scars. Like, it is not that simple. And in the first place, like, just don't do it. It's so much fun. Like, being here at this rally and being involved in people's lives, like, you will never have <laughs> a greater time. You know, like, the things that used to be appealing to me a few years ago, now growing in my relationship with God, they're just, like, not. I'm like, I watched that show. Oh, my gosh, that show was awful. Like, I can't believe that show entertained me. Like, now growing with God, it's like, you know, I see that, and I'm like, oh, no, don't watch that. <laughs> That's not good. And it's, like, so much fun just being able to move forward and I remember, like, you know, hearing people speak, and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, this, like, 50-year-old lady is speaking. <laughs> like, she, sorry, guys, I know. I know, I know, that was a soft spot. I meant to say 70, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> These more mature women are up here speaking. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I could never be like Brie Wire. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> you know, how do they get to be that way? <laughs> I could just never do it. And, like, God is so personal. It's just, like, totally different. Like, I have a totally different relationship with God than the next person in the room. It's totally different. And that's why it's so cool. Like, God knows how visual I am. He knows that I picture him sitting in the chair next to me. And he loves it. And then somebody else, like, I remember one of my friends saying, like, I close my eyes and I literally picture, like, God is, like, right here in my face. And I'm like, whoa, like, I need some personal space so I don't picture God like that. But for her, that was how she pictured God. She pictured his face being right as close as she can. And it, it was like, that's so cool. That's awesome for you. I can't get that close. <laughs> um, and then also, like, you know, being able to speak with God and then, like, God being able to speak with us. And I think, 
like God knows what we need. Like he knows sometimes like we need to hear a word from the word. I'm also not a good reader. So when I get my Bible out, I'm like, thou shalt. <laughs> it's just hard for me. Like I can't even make it through like a normal novel. Like, I don't know. I'm just not a reader. It's a pity. Like if you're a reader, like stick with you, stick with it. It's awesome. But like sometimes like hearing a personal word like from the word and then also, like, from the pulpit, and then from people. Like, sometimes people will just say something, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I needed that. Like, I really needed that. You have no idea. And I think God knows for each one of us, like, you know, I am working on reading my Bible. We're working on it together, me and God. But also, like, he knows that, like, I need to be in church and hear that from the pulpit, and I need to speak to somebody after church and have them have a personal word for me. And that's how God is so personal with, with each and every one of you. And, like, you could say, like, well, I really don't need to go to church and hear from the pulpit. You do. Okay? (laughs) You think you don't, but you do. Because what's so cool is you hear from the pulpit, and then the next week somebody says something, and I'm like, I just heard that. God knew I needed that twice in my life. And, like, I will go to, like, the staff meeting at the church, and Pastor Shallow will say something, and I'm like, I was literally reading that this morning. What? Like, and I think sometimes it's so cool because I'm like, me and God are like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then Pastor Schaller's in there, so there's a third person. <laughs> and it's so cool. Like, God is so personal like that. I love it. Um, all right, I'm kind of skipping through my notes here, making sure I got to everything that I wanted to get through. Sorry, ladies. Um, Okay. I'm a little disorganized. I was trying to do this when I got two kids running around. (laughs) Um, Okay, excuse me. Okay, sorry. All right, really quick. I just want to read one more verse to you guys. Um, Oh, sorry. My husband just texted me. Um, Okay. Proverbs 19.20. Proverbs 19.20, it says, Hear counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in the end. So I love this verse because it's like, okay, you know, I'm in my teens, so I start off like hearing the counsel, and I start off like, okay, I heard that, and I want to form my personal relationship with God, and I want to form my convictions, and then I continue on. Like, okay, I graduated from high school, and I'm going to continue on. And it's like, you will be wise in the end. And you, like, keep continuing with what you're hearing. And then you have something to say. You know, like, like Beth Womble and Jen Lynch, like, they were here. That's why I'm like, I'm not worthy to be speaking right now. Like, these women were here, and I was hearing it. You know, I'm 13, 14, and I'm hearing the word. And I'm applying it in my life. And I'm forming convictions based on what I'm hearing. And I'm continuing on in my relationship with God. And then in the end, it's like, you will be wise and you will have something to give. And I remember being in Bible college and people say, like, I mean, every class. They must have gotten, they must have gotten together and been like, this is what we're going to tell all the students. Because this is what we all heard. One day, you'll be teaching this class. And I'm like, I will never <laughs> be teaching this class. <laughs> like, biblical psychology, I will not be teaching that. But, like, I get it now. What they meant was... You're going to receive this, and then you're going to go tell people. 
that is exactly what's happening to this day. So I need to go back to Bible college and say amen to those people, and you were right. Um, <clears throat> it's so cool. Like, you guys in this, you guys today will be teaching this one day. <laughs> and in 10 years, you'll say, oh, she was right. So, <clears throat> sorry, my throat. Um, so it's like, okay, what I'm trying to get across to you, accepting wise counsel, putting yourself in the way, okay, you know, I want to receive the wise counsel over here, lady, come invest in me. I literally remember going up to somebody and saying, can you invest in my life? <laughs> I'm struggling, you know, and they loved it. They're like, yes. <laughs> and, and it's like embarrassing in a way, like, but put yourself in the way. Okay, go to the Bible study. You know, you might say like, nobody, no, none of my friends go to the Bible study. I don't care. You know, like, Okay, obviously you want your friends to be there. Get them to come. <laughs> but, you know, I always say this to myself. What is that to you? I always say, you know, this person gets to do that. I don't get to. And then I just hear God say, well, what is that to you? You follow me. And that's what I'm saying to you girls right now, okay? Don't worry about what your friends are doing. Don't worry. You know, you follow me. And for you guys, you guys accept the wise counsel and be ready to face the spiritual warfare that's going to come. It's coming. Don't worry. If it's not here yet, it is coming. Trust me. I was surprised too. <laughs> when I went through a lot of stuff at a young age, it was tough. And I had to tell my friends things that I didn't want to tell them. And I had to stand up for my convictions. And it was really hard. But I'm so thankful to this day that I went and received wise counsel. And then I was able to form a conviction and stand up for that conviction. And it's hard because when you have a conviction, you stand alone. Like, I literally remember walking into the lunchroom, looking around and being like, I don't know if I have any friends here. Like, and I'm a friendly person. Like, I have a lot of friends. But because of what I had said in class, like, nobody wanted to say. Like, it was like, I don't want to talk to you. You know, and I'm like, don't we all feel this way? Isn't this how God wants us to feel? <laughs> like, what's happening? You know, but it, it's, it's not the path that a lot of people take. And it's a, it's a tough road. When you stand up for conviction and you make it known, it's going to be tough. But you know what? It's worth it because you come out on the other side and you have wise counsel to give to somebody else. I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. Um, all right, so I am done talking. <laughs> Some of you are like, praise the Lord. <laughs> um, really quick, I just want to pray and then I am going to ask you guys we have some time, so I am going to ask you guys to do some group discussions. Don't, we don't need to like travel around the room, just whoever you're with, maybe just form a few people that you want to chat with about what we're talking about. Um, so really, dear Jesus, just thank you so much for these words. Hopefully made sense. <laughs> just thank you for what you've given us today, and um, I just really pray for each of the girls in this room, and we just love them. Um, so much and thank you that you love them and your hand is on them and help them to really impart and apply these words. Amen. All right. Thanks. <laughs> um, all right. So I just want to ask a question. Let's say you ask somebody for some advice and they give you some counsel or they give you a word, they answer you. How do you know that that was from God? You know, how do you know that it wasn't something else? How do you say, like, oh, that was good, that was from God? Let's talk about it.
So why don't you guys talk about it, and then I'll kind of call on a few of you to answer. Thanks. girls how are we doing okay so just to repeat the question the question was let's say somebody asks you some advice and they give you or you ask somebody for advice sorry and then you give they give you an answer how do you know that it's godly counsel and counsel from God does anybody want to say something I mean you got to <laughs> all right um, can, do you guys want to talk in the mic or you want to just talk loud I mean I believe in you okay go ahead
so <laughs> I feel like I would just approach Jesse and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. So she was saying, I mean, I'm sure you guys heard her, but just she's kind of like in tune with God as it is. So I think it's true. Like you hear something and it's kind of like can have like a, it's like, is this what I like in being in tune with God, like, is this what I am already believing? And, you know, sometimes it's just, <laughs> sometimes it's just really off. And you just know, like, mm, nah, that's off, you know, like, and you can kind of feel it. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's true. Like, um, all right, let, that was really good. Thank you. Um, Mimi, did you have something? Okay, go ahead. So I think that kind of goes along with, like, personal relationship. Like, I have a relationship with God, and I'm going to trust him that he's going to guide me in the right direction and that the advice is going to be from him. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's actually what I wrote down, too. Um, um, like, the more you get to know the word and, um, like, reading the word, and then, yeah, sometimes, you know, maybe somebody will say something like advice, and it's like, eh, this is not, like, what the word of God says. So I have to go by what the word of God says. Even sometimes, you know, it might come from a godly person, and maybe they're just off in that area, or God has not taught them that in that area. Um, and it just doesn't match up. So I think always challenging it with the word of God yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Did it, somebody else have something over here? No. Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 Definitely. Did anybody else have anything? Chica? So sometimes I've asked God, you know, I don't know what to do in this area, and, you know, he'll, I feel like he kind of gives me an answer, and then I'm like, it's not really the answer I was going for. <laughs> so I kind of try again. <laughs> I'm like, what do you think, <laughs> you know? And then it's like the same answer, and I'm like, I knew I shouldn't have asked that person. <laughs> They're too in tune with God. <laughs> but it is true. Like, it, it's like it comes up again, you know? Or sometimes you said, like, okay, God, I want to take this job or I want to go to this place, maybe a mission trip or something, but if you don't want it to happen, then shut the door. And I think sometimes that's all we can do. Like, I don't know. I could go either way with it. Either way is not a bad decision maybe, but, like, I'm just not sure what your will is. And you could say, you know, God, just shut the door if it's not your will because I don't know. And I think it's such a good place to be. Like, we're vulnerable in that area, but that's why we need God and we can trust in him. So it's like that personal relationship. Like, I'm going to trust you. You know, I don't know what you're doing, but... I'm going to trust you on this one. Did anybody else have anything? Girls or adults? Yes. Well, um, most of the time, me and my friends, I'm always giving the advice. And um, like I, when I ask for advice, it's always like, oh, it's 
going through that same thing where I'm like, some other Help. guy needs to come and write to me. But then when I go and like and talk to God, I'm like, what should I do? And then I hear the advice that I give my like sisters to someone else, and I'm like, whoa, like that <laughs> I should have like, like he he really came through and talked to me. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's really cool. I feel like that's kind of. You know, where I was when I started forming personal convictions with God, you know, I, I started praying about things, and, you know, sometimes I didn't know. I, I didn't know, you know, is this wrong? Maybe not, but, like, what do you think, God? Or, like, even maybe for my life, like, maybe for that person, in some ways, you know, God could say, like, it, it's not wrong. I have this, like, I have silly things that they seem silly, like, just that are just between me and God. I mean, I don't even think I could say them out loud because they would just seem so like, wow, she is hyper spiritual. <laughs> but some of the pastors in our church, like when they get up to preach, they're always going to wear a tie. It's just this personal conviction that they have with God. They've already settled it in their mind. And I kind of have some of those things too. And it's really neat because they're just something between me and the Lord. Like I don't share them with people, you know, and I think like ask God about those things, you know, ask God in your life. I mean, when we pray to God, like, these are prayers that he, like, wants to answer. Like, he wants to be personal with us. You know, ask God, you know, what are some things in my life? Like, what are some convictions that I could start forming in my life and that you could personally give me? Because he'll do it. He gave it to me. I remember him speaking to me. It's cool because you hear from him, like, you hear in the word. But then he also, like, two times I remember distinctly, like, God speaking, like, to my heart. And it's just, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, I remember somebody saying to me, like, how do you know it was God? Like, did you hear it? You know, you know, just these different questions. And I'm like, I never thought about these questions. Like, I just knew it was God. And I remember Beth Wombal actually saying at the um, marriage seminar, she was saying, I, it was from Pastor Stevens, I think. Um, it was like something that uh, he was saying, I knew that wasn't from the Lord because it wasn't his voice. Right? No? Okay, he doesn't speak to me that way. Yeah, so... I actually love that, and I've been telling myself that, like, a lot lately. Like, it was like, that's how personal this was. Like, your personal relationship, like, you know what? God doesn't speak to me that way. So that was not God's voice. That is so cool that you can be able to say that. Like, people do not talk like that. People in the world cannot say stuff like that. Like, I can say, like, I talked and I communed with the Lord, with the Lord Almighty, <laughs> you know? Like, that is so neat. And he doesn't talk to me like that. You know, he told me this. And there were two times in my life where I remember, I mean, one of the times I was like 15, and then the next time I was 18. Like, that's really young. And I heard from God, and both of those things came true. And it gives me chills to even think about it, because it was so neat. Like, I remember, like, I was so upset about something. Like, just something that kept happening in my life. And I was like, ugh, like, I just want to be done with this. I want to wash my hands of this situation, and I want it to end. And I remember God telling me, this is the will that I have for your life right now. And it was like, all right, then I'll do it. Like, and I hated it. <laughs> I hated doing this thing. But it was like, once God told me that it was the will for my life, it was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I did it with joy. And it was so simple. And now, like, now, <laughs> you know, that has benefited my life so much, what I was doing and what I hated. But it's like, then the other time, I remember um, when I was 15, you know, I was really just upset about something. I'd been praying about it, and God just said, that thing is going to be okay. Don't worry about it anymore. And I just, like, was like, okay. <laughs> and it is. It was fine. Like, and God just dealt with it. And it was so personal. Like, 
He didn't say that to anybody else. He said it to me, and I took it to heart, and it happened. And it's like, pray for those times. You know, I still pray. Like, God, talk to me like that again, because, like, it was so personal. And you guys can hear that. You know, I used to say, like, I'll never hear from God. You know, like, oh, she'll hear from God, she, but I won't. But I did, and it was so cool. And then also, like, those times are so special. And I can only really name two times. But then there's also, you know, hearing, you know, today, like we're hearing and then hearing from somebody and hearing from the word. Like, those is like, that is so beneficial for your life as well. Um, okay, I have one more question for you guys, and you can discuss at the table, and then we're going to be done. Um, so just like I was saying, does anybody have a time that you can think of, and you can kind of discuss this, um, that God really spoke to you personally, maybe through, you know, just hearing his voice or through the word or through a person or through, an, like, that really did affect your life, maybe even kind of turned, you know, maybe you were going this way and what they said really did turn, you know, not just something simple, but really something like a big change in your life. So did anybody ever have a time where God really spoke to you personally? Um, so maybe you guys can just talk about that and then if anybody wants to say it, thanks. Thank you. 
All right, girls, how are we doing? Does anybody, um, this will kind of be the last thing. So does anybody have something, you know, if it's really personal, I know for me, like, I didn't say exactly what my two personal times were um, just because it really is such a sweet spot between me and God, and I just, you know, I, I can't even say it out loud. But um, if there's anybody that does want to just share something, you know, you don't have to say exactly what it is or just maybe a time where God spoke to you. Yeah. That was beautiful. Um, thank you so much, Joy. I think, again, like, those are prayers that, like, God wants to answer. You know, like, I need guidance in this area. Like, I have no idea, you know. Like, and I think, like, I mean, <laughs> I still think of myself as a kid sometimes. You know, like, I think as a kid, you know, like, I'm not supposed to be dealing with this. Like, I remember thinking that. Like, sometimes I kind of felt like the adult. Like, no, I shouldn't be thinking about this. Like, I just want to run around and have fun. You know, I just want to be a kid. And I think sometimes it's hard, you know, if you have a family issue or you have another problem in your life, it's like, you know, why can't, you know, you see people just running around with joy, and I'm like, you know, having fun, and, you know, I'm like, uh, but I, I think sometimes, like, God uses it, like, God requires things of us, and it's really hard sometimes, and I think it, it challenges us to grow up quickly, you know, I remember thinking things at 15 that, like, people don't even think about until they're, like, like full-blown adults, you know, but it's like, God requires that of us, and, and it's hard, you know, I'm like, why me, <laughs> but, in some ways, like, now I know why me, you know, because I'm able to talk to you and say, Joy, I know, you know, I prayed for that kind of thing, too, and, and God does answer those prayers, and God is so personal with you to give you people in your life, and I would actually love to talk to you later about it, so thank you so much. Um, does anybody else, somebody had something? Yeah. Oh, you again. <laughs> That's okay. Me and you are just alike here. <laughs>
Everybody wants you here. <laughs> yeah, God knows what we need more than we do. We think we know. <laughs> um, does anybody else have anything that they want to share? Yes, Jenny. Yeah, it's so good. Um, thank you so much. I think, like, uh, I, I liked what you said about uh, it's kind of like God speaks to us. It's like God's so patient with us. <laughs> and then, like, 
I always think, like, help me to be patient with you, God. Like, you speak something that's going to happen maybe in my life, and then I'm like, come on. Like, when is it happening? Tomorrow? Yesterday? You know, what's going on? And I think, like, you know, it's like God could say, like, I was patient with you. Like, wait wait for me. You know, like, wait on this thing that I, I just told you. And I think it's hard. <laughs> but uh, if he can be patient with us, like, you know, like, let's try to be patient with him. <laughs> um, did anybody else have anything over here? Don't be shy. Maybe one more. One more? <laughs> Come on, girls. <laughs> um, okay. No? Good? All right. Put my feelers out there if anybody has anything. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I know it was, it's been a long time. So um, thank you, guys. Love you. <laughs> oh, girls, hold on. Hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you want to come up and pray for them? Okay. All right, so senior girls, everybody can, sorry, take your seat. Thank you, Beth, for reminding us. So do we have any senior girls graduating this year? One, any more senior girls? Just the one. Okay. Okay. So, just the one. <laughs> you are important. Okay. Well, uh, we had three senior girls who didn't come: um, Tasha, Darla, and Sadie. And maybe. I don't know, maybe we could all stand up for a senior we know that's graduating, you know, like a woman. Um, maybe you could just stand up for a friend. Think of a friend, she's a senior, she's graduating. Stand up, let's pray for her too. Um, so probably all of you should just stand. Um, oh, Abby, you get all of this. Look at this, I don't know. So there's, there's two really good Bible verses um, I'm just thinking about. The first one is Romans 12, 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you can prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God for your life. Your life, Ab. God has a good, acceptable, and a perfect will, and it's good. It's good. He is so for you, right? He's so for your friends who are graduating. He's so for you. Abby, he is pro-Abby. I wish there were more of you. (laughs) You know what? There's evil in the world. Bad things happen. I've had bad things happen. You've had bad things happen. Jamie has. Jen has. Karen has. There are things that touch us so deeply, and you say, God, I can't handle this. And he goes, I know. That's why I'm right here. The evil in this world is crazy. It's mind-boggling. It's almost like we don't even want to touch it. 
um, you're going to have friends, they're going to tell you things, and your jaw's going to drop. You're going to be like, what? And the only answer is Christ. It's the only answer. Your friend, your girlfriend wants to become a man, the answer is Christ, right? Your best friend, the scenarios are endless. The answer is always the same. It's Christ. It's another really good Bible verse. I'm going to open my Bible up. Maybe I'll let you read it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen, chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who call you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. We're called into his marvelous light. It's a really good place to be. We're a, holy, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us. That's who we are. Don't let the world take that from you. Don't let it take it from you. It will. Every time you go on social media, every time you watch a commercial on TV, they want to take away who you are. You are God's. You are God's. So Lord, we just pray for the senior girls this morning. We pray for all the ones that aren't here for a million different reasons. I pray for my niece, Abby, God, as her life changes, as college is in her future. But you are there. You are there with all these women. You are there guiding their steps, keeping their minds, showering them with your love. Protect them and keep them for their whole lives, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Love you, Jesus.